Three, two, one, and we're live. Welcome back to the second episode of the Salty Finance Podcast. I'm your host, Saul, also known as Salty Finance, among some other things out there. So if you've seen the title of today's episode, we're going to be talking about what is your net worth. That is something that our generation of millennials is having a particular problem with. Uh, if you listen to my previous podcast, I talked about my origin story, where I've come from, where I'm going, what do I expect to get out of this podcast, and basically my essential mission of this podcast is to, one, get you out of debt and build wealth. That's what this podcast is dedicated to, is one, getting you out of debt and building real wealth, showing you how to do it, talking about some things that are uncomfortable, talking about the real cost of getting out of debt and what it's going to take to get us all there. So I ran across an article uh, two days ago. This was published on The Motley Fool. Uh, So take that with a grain of salt. Uh, The title of the article was uh, called The Average Millennial's Net Worth is Shockingly Low. Now, we talk about the student loan crisis in America being what it is. And more and more people are in this debt trap of student loans. My particular generation, that's who I'm specifically talking to, but this also affects baby boomers, Gen Xers, uh, Generation Y, uh, Generation Z, Zillennials, all, everybody and anybody who might be listening to this podcast. So specifically for millennials, the article addressed that the average net worth of Americans aged 18 to 35 is somewhere less than $8,000. So if you are between the ages of 18 and 35, according to this study done by the, I want to pronounce this, Delet study, D-E-L-O-I-T-T-E. I have no fucking idea how to say that. But... Uh, according to their research, 18 to 35, net worth is less than $8,000. So what is a net worth? Basically, what you do is you take up all your liabilities. So that's things like your student loans. You take your credit cards that you owe, your car payments that you owe, your personal loans that you own or owe on. You basically take anything that you owe money to, add that up, and then take the amount of money that is in your bank account, savings account, checking account, and subtract that from that total number, and that gives you your net worth. So for instance, if you have $5,000 in debt, uh, but you only have $500 worth of cash in your bank account, your net worth is minus 4500 bucks. Or we can do the opposite. If you owe you know, only $200 in total bills or liabilities, but you have $500 in your bank account, your net worth is 300 bucks. Now, those are just some numbers to get you familiar with what I'm talking about. So your net worth is what you own versus what you owe. So if you owe more money than you're actually worth. You have a negative net worth. And according to the study, most Americans in my age group, 18 to 35, have less than $8,000 in actual net worth. So what does this mean to us as a community or us as a generation? 
So the article goes on to talk about why our generation is in so much debt and why we have so low income or uh, low net worth. And they, of course, chalk it up to things like higher education costs. According to this study, higher education costs rose about 65% over the last 10 years. And, you know, things like student loan debt is crushing people. Uh, That's up 160% between 2004 and 2017. Uh, And, of course, you know, the cost of goods, living, health care, etc. have gone up as well. Well, according to this article, wages have remained stagnant. Uh, So the cost of living has gone up as well. Uh, home purchases by millennials is also down, uh, and they chalk this up to the ability to juggle payments, the ability to pay for both uh, your student loan and your mortgage payment is kind of unrealistic for a lot of people in that age group. So you know you can either pay your six, seven, eight thousand dollar plus student loan, or you can invest that money into a mortgage, which is somewhere you know in that same range of nine hundred to. $2,200, depending on how big your home is, where you purchased, how you purchased, etc., etc. So a lot of millennials at this point in their lives cannot swing both payments. So this goes into you know explaining why our generation's net worth is so fucking low and some surprising – not surprising statistics, but uh, as of 2019, one in four Americans have student loan debt, which is an estimated 44.7 million people in America. Americans also now owe a combined $1.53 trillion in student loan debt. So with the average student loan debt in the amount of about $37,000 and a monthly payment of around 393 based on the most current figures available. So that in a nutshell is why our why our net worth is so low right now. So we know what's going on. We know that we're all drowning in student loan debt. Our net worth is extremely low. So I have a medical background. I was I'm a medic in the United States Army Reserve. So I kind of have take a medical uh point of view to this so the big reason why i wanted to start out you know episode two after my orange story origin story of my previous podcast is we need to assess how bad is the damage so whenever we get a casualty or someone's injured hurt or is just generally not doing well we have to assess how bad is the damage what happened to you what is the immediate life threat how can we fix this and what do I need to do to get you in a better position? So the same thing occurs with your finances. How bad is the fucking damage in your life? I can tell you when I started my debt journey, my damage was pretty fucking atrocious. I had $47,000 in debt when I actually started to get serious about paying back my loans. So I had $47,000 in debt. That was between credit cards, car payments, and student loan debt. So if you're listening to this out there, I want you to go ahead, stop the podcast, get some paper out. Let's talk about some things. How bad is the damage? So do you have student loan payments? Do you have credit card payments? Do you have a car payment? Do you have a payday loan payment? Holy shit, if you have one of those. Uh, you know, medical bills that are probably 
outstanding? Do you have a mortgage or rent? You know, so take time, write all of those out, and put some numbers behind them. Be like, how much do you owe your student loans total? How much credit card debt are you carrying? How much is your car payment? How much is your payday loan? How much is your medical bills? How much is your mortgage or your rent? These are things that aren't going away. We, and we haven't even gotten to the four walls of you know just basic necessities like food and electricity and gas. This is just things that aren't going away anytime soon. So take that number, add it up. All right, did you add it up? Okay, good. Now go into your banking information and see how much money you have in your checking account, your savings account, any assets that you might own. And your house is not an asset. Unless you hold that fucking title to that fucking house, the bank owns that house. You don't own shit. So let's get that fucking straight. You're like, well, I own, I own my house, Mike. Well, do you, do you own it or does the bank own it? Because there's a very big difference. And people... I'm sure there are people out there that will argue with me. We're like, well, it's a, it's a, it's an asset because, okay, hold on, let me put the cat out real quick. Come on, cat, let's go. Sorry, podcast. That is probably going to be a running theme of this show is my cat ruining my podcast. But where was I? Oh, yeah. We were talking about uh, your liabilities and is your home a liability or an asset? Now, I don't take the typical, you know, rich dad, poor dad saying that, oh, there's good debt and bad debt. We'll talk about that in a later episode. But let's put that aside for now and let's assume that your mortgage or your rent is is part of your liabilities because you owe a bill at the end of the day. So take that information, add it up, take your bank account information, you're checking any other assets you might have, add those numbers together, and then subtract each other. And that will give you your net worth. Now, if we are to believe this article, the average millennial has $8,000 worth of uh, a net income. So that will tell you if you're negative, if your number is not, you know, above a dollar, there's a problem. If you have more liabilities than you do assets, there's a problem. So this is how bad the bleeding is. Either you're hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt or a couple of thousand or a couple hundred. Everybody's going to be somewhere different on the spectrum. But at the same time, this gives us an idea of how bad the damage is or is there even damage or, okay, maybe my net worth isn't negative. Maybe I have a positive net worth, but what are we doing to build that net worth? What are we doing to make that better? What are we doing to increase those numbers? Now, regardless of what that number is, we have to take a step back. We have to say, okay, we know what the number is. We know what the damage is, but how do we improve it? How do we get better at this? You know, there's things that we can't fix. You know, things aren't going away. Your student loan isn't going away. Your credit card payments aren't going away. Uh, You know, the debt crisis in the United States isn't going away anytime soon. Uh, And as I alluded in my previous podcast, you know, no piece of legislation tomorrow is going to be written that's going to help eliminate that overnight.
So we need to start having this conversation of how do we improve this? And that's what this podcast is dedicated to. I know when I started and I was $47,000 in debt, I had a negative net worth at $47,000 worth of debt and that debt wasn't going anywhere. So we need to start having the conversation of how do we get out of this debt? Now, there's several ways to do this. going to be uncomfortable like I alluded to in my previous podcast, but what we really need to start doing is we need to start telling our money where to go. We need to start having this conversation of spending money. We need to decide to get out of debt. That's that's the biggest thing. Debt is crushing us as a country. It's crushing us as a generation, Uh, and we need to start having the conversation of why do we need to get out of debt? And people might be out there going, well, fuck, there's no way I can pay off my student loans. It's atrocious. It's a number that is too staggering. Now, the problem with all of this is your student loans aren't going anywhere. A majority of student loans are federally insured, meaning that even if you declare bankruptcy tomorrow, those fucking student loans are unbankruptable. This is shit that they don't fucking tell you when you take out these fucking student loans is that they are unbankruptable, meaning that unless you fucking die, those motherfuckers aren't going anywhere. Now there are circumstances where you know if you become 100% disabled, you know your student loans will be forgiven. But I mean, heaven forbid that happens to anybody because that that's not good either. So what are we going to do? We need to do something. We need to take action. We need to decide to do something. Now the student loan is the biggest problem, obviously, for a lot of people, and that's what's killing a lot of people. So. Let's say you're in a student loan position right now. What we need to do is, after we've assessed what the damage is, let's stop the bleeding. So how do we stop the bleeding? So you're taking out hundreds of thousands of dollars or thousands or maybe just a couple hundred. Regardless of what the number is, you need to start stop borrowing money. Let's start there. So the student loan crisis is the big one. So we know that's a huge problem. If you're out there and student loans is your problem, stop borrowing money. Stop taking out student loans. If you're not even in school or you're not even say, hey, well, I'm lucky. I don't have a student loan. Then what is it? Is your credit cards? Is it your credit cards that got you behind? Are you thousands, maybe a couple hundred bucks, maybe 10,000, maybe 5,000? I don't know what the number is, but we have to stop the bleeding. And in order to stop the financial bleeding that is going on, you need to stop borrowing money that you cannot afford to pay back. Now, every situation is different. So let's take the student loan crisis, for instance. You might be saying, well, fuck, I need to go to school to get a job to make money. Yes, yes, you do. School is atrociously fucking expensive depending on where you go to school. But here's something. I was on my buddy's Facebook earlier today and he had some article on there about uh, somebody had posted a job and one of the qualifications was that you had to have a master's degree and then listed for the amount of money that they were going to pay was $15 an hour. And someone alluded to like this is why we have a student loan crisis because degrees aren't matching up to what is needed in the economy, which is kind of true. So if you are right now going to college and you have thousands of dollars of student loan debt and you are studying bullshit, you might want to stop and think about fucking continuing your education to study bullshit. 
Because if you think, hey, I got a four-year degree, I'm just going to get some job somewhere, you're fucking mistaken. Now, I'm not telling you to fucking drop out of school or fucking, well, some guy on the internet on a podcast told me to, you know, get out of college. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is whatever degree you have, here, here's the best way to put it. Don't take out $100,000 worth of student loans to get a job that only pays you $40,000 a year. That's what I'm saying. So you better get a good ROI on your education. And what is the ROI? Return on investment. Your return on your investment better be fucking god dang worth it. Because let me tell you, let's say you take out $100,000 to go get a degree in whatever, and you're only making forty, thirty-five, fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000 a year. Is that worth it? Now, you could debate me and say, well, my long-term projections are a lot higher. I have a greater ability to you know, be employable. And yeah, that might be true. It might not be true depending on where you are and what you studied. But having gone through college a couple of times, I can tell you right now that 99% of fucking majors in fucking college are complete fucking wastes of time. So if you're right now studying something that has no applicable place in the job market – you're fucked because a lot of people are graduating college who are getting minimum wage jobs because whatever they fucking decided to study is absolutely worthless in real life. So if you're listening to this podcast right now and you're like, man, maybe my job that I want doesn't require a degree. A lot of jobs don't fucking require a degree. You can go to a fucking trade school and learn just as much for a lot fucking less and actually get a job when you're done. So... If you're out there right now getting a fucking degree and something that's worthless, actually stop the podcast right now. Go into Google and type in whatever job it is that you think you're going to get with your degree. Type it in right now and then go to, you know, type in, uh, fuck, I don't even know. Whatever job it is and, and look up the annual income for that job in your area. And what does it say? If that job doesn't pay you back a lot more than what your student loan was to get that degree, to get that job, you probably shouldn't study that. Now, I'm not here to say, well, don't follow your passion or whatever. Uh, This podcast is not dedicated to that kind of shit. I want everybody to be happy. I want you to do what you want to do. But I'm also trying to give you some fucking wisdom that I fucking wish somebody would have told me when I went to fucking college. Because I went to college and... My parents put the fucking bachelor's degree on a pedestal, and I I did too. I'm thinking, fuck, I'm going to get a fucking job with a fucking college degree. I have no idea what the fuck I'm going to study. So I'm going to study you know, something that I wanted to study, history, political science, go to law school. That was my fucking plan. And then what happened? Got fucking burnt out of that shit and fucking didn't go to law school, but still had fucking $50,000 plus worth of student loan debt. But you know, I was working full time. My parents fucked me a little bit on that one. So... Don't fuck yourself is what I'm saying. That's a big part of this. Because debt is killing us. And if you're out there right now and you're in college or you're taking the summer off, you know, maybe we need to start reassessing some shit. Okay? Stop the bleeding is what we need to do and be like, well, fuck, how am I going to pay for school? Maybe you're out there and you're actually studying something that's applicable to the job market. You might be going, fuck, maybe I, I don't, maybe I need to stop taking out student loans. And the only thing I can tell you is, you know, that's that's up to you, you know, instead of, you know, 
partying on the weekends and shit. I'd get every fucking job imaginable, live with 20 roommates, donate plasma whenever I was available to do that, and fucking go to the cheapest school fucking possible. I would be on the internet getting student loans, not student loans, getting scholarships and to replace the student loans. I'd be doing everything in my power right now to make sure I was going to the fucking cheapest school possible. Because let me tell you, nobody gives a fuck where you go to school. Nobody does, okay? Nobody cares. As long as you are certified to do the fucking job, a majority of the time, nobody gives a fuck where you went to school. So we need to talk about that. We need to have this conversation about fucking taking out student loans to study bullshit to get jobs that are going to underpay you. Don't go to a fucking fancy fucking school. Go to the cheapest motherfucking school you can find. Because the student loan crisis is destroying us as a fucking generation. And we need to start having these conversations about fucking actually putting in the fucking work to go to school. The college experience, I'm sorry. Fucking your your college experience is gonna fuck you into your forties and fifties paying back some of these student loans. And that's just the fucking truth. Like, man, a lot of fuckers don't want to hear that shit, but let me tell you, that's what's fucking you over. Is you trying to live the college experience. Let me tell you something. Here's another one that I fucking like. I like the one that says, Oh, my program is too intense. I can't fucking work. Bull fucking shit i went through fucking a master's degree program i went through a fucking intent i took 21 fucking college credit hours did clinical and worked full fucking time going to college to get my bachelor's degree in nursing it can be fucking done and we'll talk about that in a later fucking episode but you need to be working is what i'm saying your student loans are gonna fuck you Okay, do you want to own a house someday? Unless you're going to fucking go and get some fucking miraculous fucking job that's going to pay back your student loans instantaneously, you need to fucking start thinking about these fucking student loans because nobody's thinking about that. Nobody's thinking about the compound interest that is fucking building on these student loans because you want to have the college experience and get drunk on the fucking weekends or fucking Monday through fucking Thursday. Like, that's what college kids love to do. It's not like that in real life because those college student loans will fucking prevent you from getting a house. They will prevent you from fucking doing a lot of shit that you want to do on later on in your life because you'll be drowning in that shit. I was one of those guys drowning in that shit. So I'm here to tell you, one guy to another who had the student loan shit, fucking watch the fuck out because that is going to fucking destroy your net worth down the road. So let's say uh, let's say you don't have student loans. Let's say that majority of your debt is coming from credit cards. So what do we need to do there? We need to stop the bleeding like I talked about. Let's stop the bleeding of the credit card payments, okay? What are credit cards? Credit cards are a line of credit that gives you money to buy and purchase goods and services. Now, some people will argue with me, well, I need my credit cards to get me through the day or to get me to my next paycheck. It's the only way I can survive. Okay, here's this though. The interest you pay in your – and everybody's going to debate me. Everybody's going to be like, well, my credit card's zero payment or zero percent, and I pay it off every month. Yes, maybe you do, but a majority of Americans, according to all the studies, don't. And the problem is you are leaving yourself vulnerable to risk. Risk is the problem when it comes down to all these student loans, credit cards, payday loans, car payments, all of this shit. It's the risk that you are incurring by taking out more money that you don't have to buy stuff that you probably don't need now some credit cards are fucking people i don't i don't have any credit cards i don't have a single credit card in my name because i don't believe in credit 
credit is this great fucking scam, which will be its own fucking podcast or own fucking episode. This is just basically talking about stopping the bleeding of our generation. So we need to assess how bad the bleeding is. You know, if you have thousands of dollars in credit card debt, you need to fucking stop. You need to cut them up. You need to get rid of them, close the accounts, and start paying off this debt. Now, you might be saying, well, fuck, you know, I can't pay it off or I need this, you know, for X, Y, and Z. Then I would say get another fucking job. I mean, fuck, I had fucking four jobs. At the height of my debt uh, journey, I had four fucking jobs. And I fucking cut up all my credit cards. Actually, I cut them up way before I decided to get on the debt journey. But, you know, we you got you can't borrow your way out of debt. You can't keep borrowing money to fucking pay off one credit card to pay off another. We need to stop. You need to stop borrowing money that you don't have. That's what we need to stop doing. That's what cutting up the credit cards is all about is stop borrowing money. We stop borrowing money. We actually have money because you don't give away your money in the form of interest because that's what's getting you. Anytime you go borrow money, yeah, I want some interest off that. That's what the credit card companies are making tons and tons of money off of you for because they're thinking, hey, you want a credit card? Build your credit. Hey, here's another credit card offer. I'm like, for what? If you have money, you don't need to borrow it. The end. That's it. And we'll get into a later podcast about the true meaning of credit and debt, you know, that because people want to debate that all the time of, you know, well, you need credit. I mean, I'm here to tell you you don't need credit. It's a scam. So those are the big two things that, you know, is killing our generation's wealth is the student loan crisis and the credit card crisis. Because let me tell you, eventually, you know, there's going to be a correction in the market. Credit's going to dry up. People are going to be asking for their money. So I think as a generation, we need to start. We need to start making some better decisions. Okay, I think there's enough data out there now that we know that student loans are fucking destroying our country. They're destroying our generation's wealth, our potential to build wealth. Uh, and credit cards are doing the same thing. But you know, this this is the conversations that we need to be having. You know, and then in the same article that I read from the Motley Fool, you know, it it also kind of alluded to, you know, if younger Americans who are unhappy with their net worth at present, a few key lifestyle changes could be your ticket to the up uptick. You can start by mapping out a budget. You could see how much you can afford to be spending each month based on your earnings, coupled with mandatory expenses, including the debt payments you're having hanging over your head, cutting back on one or two big expenses, could allow you to boost your savings rather than quickly or knock out some of the loans and currently monopolize too much of your income for comfort. So it basically says things like, you know, cut out coffee and avocado toast that we're so famous for eating. I have a bad Chipotle addiction. I gave away a lot of money to Chipotle when I was going through school, and I didn't have to. But uh, we all have something. So it, ta- it talks about you know getting a second job, a side hustle, and you know the great thing about us young people is that you know we still have thirty years worth of you know working potential, forty, fifty, depending on how early you start. However, you know I think the problem that we're having as as a generation is this instant gratification. We all want everything right now we all want this to be over you know we put the student loan bill at the bottom of the stack of bills that we get you know we see what's the latest greatest iphone or samsung phone or we want to take this trip or we want to go here we want to go there 
And, you know, it's that kind of mentality that's just kind of killing us. We all want to YOLO, but not everybody needs to YOLO. Fuck, a lot of us can't afford to fucking YOLO, okay? So how bad's the bleeding in your life? That's essentially what I wanted to get across in this particular episode. How bad is the bleeding right now? And that all comes down to what's your net worth? Is it positive or is it negative? So once we identify how bad the damage is, and secondly, then we assess where's the bleeding coming from. So if it's student loans, if it's credit cards, car payments, you know, payday loans, we need to plug the hole. And to start to plug the hole, we have to stop the bleeding. And how do we do that? By stop borrowing money. Stop conducting the behavior that is putting us in this position. Now, just like anything, we can justify anything in our heads. We can do mental gymnastics to say, well, fuck, I need this credit card. Fuck, I need this car. I need this truck. I need this loan. I need to take this trip. It's super duper important. I need to go to the school. I need to major in this. I need to renovate my house. I need all of this stuff. And maybe you do, and what I have experienced with people that I've talked to about you know, my debt journey is that anyone and anything can be justified in your head. If you really want to do it, you're going to do it. The podcast is not, my advice is not to argue with anybody. Like I'm not going to sit here, argue about those kinds of things. My big thing is if you're interested in getting out of debt, this episode is dedicated to assessing the bleeding of how bad it is and some people don't want to have these conversations some people are scared i know when i started to add up how much debt i had like it seemed daunting it was insurmountable i was never going to get out of debt i was always going to have this looming over my head and it was scary and i think that's what's wrong with a lot of folks right now is we don't want to have these conversations i mean i i have a buddy that you know, he he's in a massive amount of debt and hasn't told his wife and his wife assumes that everything's great. And, you know, he talked to me about it. He's like, man, I don't know what I'm going to do. We're living paycheck to paycheck. And I'm like, the only way this is going to work is if both of y'all are on the same page and you both want to get out of debt. And that's what this is about. A lot of this is about having these uncomfortable conversations that we're just putting to the side. And if I can just reach a couple of you out there that want to have these uncomfortable conversations, you know, we've done something right. Because a lot of people aren't going to want to do this. A lot of people, you know, don't want to look and face what's going on right now in their lives. A lot of people just want to say, hey, I just want to YOLO. Hey, it's not that bad. It's a little bit of debt. It's a little bit of credit card debt. Oh, it's student loan debt. It's okay. I mean, it's worth it. I got an education. And I'm like, yeah, but what did it cost you at the end of the day? It's kind of like Thanos. It cost everything. You know, it's it's great. But that's what this episode is about. Taking a look inside. Taking a look underneath the hood to see how bad it is. Now, first thing I would do, like we talked about. So let's recap. You know, about to end the episode, we've talked a little bit about what's going on. Hopefully this, hopefully this conversation that we're having just generates a conversation within yourself of, 
you know, taking a look at it. And and that's what this is. You know, like I said, anybody can do any amount of mental gymnastics to justify any kind of behavior or your certain situation. But, you know, what's your net worth? Go add up all your liabilities, add up your assets and see what number you get. And then if you're saying, man, that number is crazy and I want to get out of debt, because think about what you could do if you were out of debt. Think about how much money you could be saving, investing, Think about the good you could do with it, the trips you want to take. You know what one of the best parts about when I got out of debt was? One of the best feelings was when I remember when I paid off my last debt. I remember I went to sleep that night and I was like, no one can fucking touch me. I don't owe anybody shit. I didn't have a student loan. I didn't have a car payment. All I had was my rent and my fucking internet bill and electricity. And like, yeah, those are still bills. But at the end of the day, I didn't owe anybody anything. Nobody owned me. And that was a very liberating feeling of nobody owning you. Like, if I wanted to, I mean, obviously, if you quit your job, I mean, that's that's a different thing. But... Like, I was going to be okay. I was like, well, if I fucking lose my job tomorrow, I don't owe anybody anything. I can still recover. I can be okay. I mean, think about that for a minute. Think about how good it would feel to know that nobody could touch you, that the bank couldn't touch you, student loans couldn't touch you, the credit card companies couldn't touch you, your payday lender couldn't touch you, you didn't have phone, you didn't have phone messages threatening you on your voicemail. You know how fucking good that would feel? That's a feeling that a lot of people I wish could experience. And that's what this podcast is all about. And this is what this episode's pretty much about. It's taking taking that good hard look and see how bad the bleeding is. Where's the bleeding coming from and stopping the bleeding? So we have to decide to do something. We have to decide to take action. And I hope a lot of you do. I hope this is beneficial. I hope this opens up some conversations with you, your spouse, and you know for the young people out there that might be you know an insurmountable amount of debt that you need to stop the bleeding you need to stop yolo doesn't work yolo is only going to leave you broke i you know I, I said in a previous episode that i'm a dave ramsey guy that's that's the plan i followed and i remember something that dave said was you know don't be normal normal is broke So you see all the fucking Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, YouTube, fucking everybody's fucking living this great fucking life, but it's all fucking bullshit if you haven't figured that out already. And it's all fucking fake. So don't be normal. Do your own fucking thing. Get out of fucking debt and start building some wealth. But in order to do that, we need to see where the bleeding's coming from. And you need to stop the bleeding. And we need to start to patch it up. And you start to patch it up by fucking stopping the student loans, stopping the credit card payments, stop the ridiculous fucking bills that you have and start plugging that shit up and paying that debt off. And I'll talk about that in my next episode of uh, budgeting and things like that. But this conversation is just about how bad is it? What's your net worth? And what we can do to fix that? 
So if you're out there and you're interested in asking me some questions, you can email the podcast at saltyfinance at gmail.com. That's salty, S-A-U-L-T-Y, finance at gmail.com. And like I said, I'm not going to debate anybody. I'm not going to try to convince you of anything. This is simply just helping for people that are interested in help. That That's what this is. I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not a financial uh I don't have any financial education. I'm just a regular guy that was drowning in debt who fucking figured it out. So that's what this podcast is for, hopefully to build a good community, get the conversation going, get our generation out of this massive debt that we're in. And tomorrow is 4th of July. So I will be traveling to Austin, Texas, and having a good time at RTX. Uh, All paid in cash, of course. I have no credit cards. And I can go there and have a good trip. And I'm doing it on a budget. I budgeted that out. And uh, just because you get out of debt doesn't mean it stops. I think that's another misconception uh, while I'm on the subject. Just because you get out of debt doesn't mean that you stop being financially responsible, that you stop being fiscally responsible for your own your own well-being. So... Don't think that I'm sitting behind uh, my podcast going, oh, yeah, get out of debt and you can spend as much money as you want. That's not how it works. But it feels a lot better when you don't have debt and you're not giving your money to other people when you can actually spend your own money. It feels really good. And if you're out there and you're struggling, you know, I hope this podcast helps you. Uh, like I keep alluding to, the journey isn't easy, but I know how to get you there. I know how to get you out of debt. I know... Uh, that the process does work. It takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot of working weekends. It takes a lot of working doubles. It takes a lot of just hard work and not getting enough sleep and not seeing your family. It's it's a very hard thing to do, but it is definitely worth it if you want to take the journey. And I hope a lot of you do. And I hope this podcast helps you guys out there make the journey to improve your lives because there's our whole generation out there of people that are just drowning in debt and fucking not keeping it real about some shit so as dave ramsey would say don't be normal be yourself because normal is broke but i have my own catchphrase on this podcast what what we do here on this podcast is we build wealth not debt so i hope you like the podcast don't forget to leave a comment, like. I'm. This is on Spotify or Anchor. Make sure to rate, review, all those good things. The episodes of the podcast will also be on my YouTube channel if you're interested. That's Salty Texas. Uh, so if you go into YouTube, type in Salty Texas. That's S-A-U-L-T-Y Texas. There's a space between Salty and Texas, by the way. So Salty Space Texas. Uh, that'll be on my YouTube channel as well. So I'll host all the podcasts up there so if you're interested in just watching the pod uh podcast you can watch it there as well and like i said if you have questions feel free to email me i will answer them to the best of my ability uh but just remember i'm not a financial advisor just some regular guy that uh got out of debt so i hope this was an informative podcast and i will catch you guys at the next episode and remember here at salty finance we build wealth not debt and i hope you guys all have a safe fourth of july weekend remember be safe don't drink and drive security briefing or safety briefing is 
just be safe. And if you have any questions, email me. All right. Thank you for listening. And then I will catch you guys here in the next couple of days. I think I'm going to just post every two, probably just two days out of the week, probably nothing more than that. Uh, Maybe as the show gets more popular, I might add some more uh, podcasts throughout the week uh, if I got time. But, you know, like I said, I'm still working three jobs. But hope you like the podcast and I'll see you guys in the next episode.